Good morning. Good evening. Heck. Heck. Good afternoon. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. He mixed it up. My name is Blake, and I'm here with two friends. And these two friends are going to make you have a happy fun time. And maybe comedy. I do genuinely love this part. That sounds like it's from something very well produced, so you did a good job. I mostly just stole things from other places. Oh, well, that's what they the did a good job. Yeah, that's what music's all about. Yeah, theft. Yes, exactly. Metallica taught me nothing else. As many artists can it's now It's Napster sucks. Right. <laughs> Welcome to Happy Fun Time Maybe Comedy, a podcast grounded by its roots and much softer than its bark. Welcome, my fellow dendrophiles, to the most entertaining tree and shrubbery podcast on the internet. With That's me are two people I pine for, Walter oh. Leaf Me Alone Amos and Amanda <laughs> Burning Bush Mandy. <laughs> My question of the day is, how could anyone be afraid of trees? There are suffering, there are people suffering from xylophobia. (laughs) Xylophones. (laughs) How can we help cure them? That's a reasonable Uh, question. I have answers. Well, I mean, look, if you're afraid of trees, like, what do you, like, let's take a step back and say, you're afraid of anything. How do you overcome that fear? Uh, well, if you're afraid of tree, I guess you could move to L.A. or something where they probably don't have very many. No, we're. I want people. <laughs> we as tree people, as people of the trees, people of the trees, as Ewoks. We, and we we're need, ants. Okay, we, I prefer that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what are the ones from uh, Shepherds the, of the Forest? Sure, Shepherds of the Forest. What are the walking trees from Lord of the Rings? Is that what it is? Yeah. Ents, okay. What about, um, what was that 80s uh, movie where the, or maybe it was 90s, it had um, a singing talking bat. Uh, that was the first Fern Gully. Fern Gully. Yeah, I definitely remember Fern Gully. uh, Robin Williams was the bat. We had that. And Tim Curry was a, a gas oil demon. Or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe we yes. show them that the pollution movie. Guy. People who are afraid of trees. We show them that movie. I think you like just clockwork put them orange forest. them. No, think about it. You clockwork orange them. You get them down and in, in the and you strap them in and you pull open their eyeballs and you force them to watch Fern Gully, and they're gonna learn to love trees. Maybe, um, but the trees. I mean, it's an animated movie, and the trees are just drawings so i feel like that's not going to connect them to trees of the real world what if also we... she says how the trees have feelings and that might freak them out even more yeah i think if i was already afraid of trees fern gully would freak me out more because <laughs> now i think the trees are full of fairies and a little man <laughs> with a walkman listening to uh what was he he was okay so it's clearly set in like the 80s or 90s because they're all sort of surfer bros but yeah. he's listening to like sixties, uh, like Motown music. So he's not yeah. exactly the coolest guy. He was or back he's then. Way cooler. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, depends on who you ask. I guess he looks like he'd be listening to Red Hot Chili Peppers on his Walkman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He does. 
I can see that. Uh, I think also his name just, was Zach. So there's xylophobics, which is like aerobics for f- the fear of trees. <laughs> but yeah. even further than that, there's people even like more deep into fear of trees, and it's hylophobia, and that's a fear of wooded areas. So not only are you afraid of trees, but afraid of like you know stacked wood in an area. Man, I think so- you tickle people with leaves, and like that gets <laughs> them laughing. <laughs> This sounds right? like a terrible way to cure someone of a phobia. Well, I'm not gonna. Have lie. you guys had any phobias that you got over? Um, um, actual phobias? I don't know, but I used to be completely like, uh, I would not use anything that had. <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for this. Whatever this is, I want it. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to tell you, <laughs> like intercoms or drive-thrus where you had to like talk oh to no that's totally normal i know many people <laughs> who don't like to use it because they're soft-spoken mm-hmm. men and women i have i've i know one of each that refuse to talk into those things because they're soft-spoken and like being loud makes them uncomfortable well i don't know why i'm afraid of it <laughs> but like i remember being a kid and I was go- invited to a friend of mine from school. I was invited to her house for like a birthday or a sleepover or something. And my mom dropped me off. And she lived in a really kind of f- fancier neighborhood. I don't know where it was, but it had a lot of trees all around. It was older neighborhood, but it was really nice. And she had a, this dark porch and there were no like windows or anything. And I rang her doorbell. And instead of answering the door, somebody talked to me through an intercom. And I totally panicked. <laughs> and I was How probably like, again? like six or seven, maybe. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my God, what's happening? And I just like completely freaked out. And I remember like running back to the car. And my mom's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. There's like somebody talking to me. And I, there's no one there. I just really weirded me out <laughs> we have to take steps to get into this house yeah and also I was like, why didn't i just open fuck- the door yeah what kind of fucker are you that you like use the intercom to let a six-year-old in like well, <laughs> open the door not These only that but people. you invited me i didn't just like yeah, show up <laughs> yeah it's not like you were selling girl scout cookies yeah and- i was not a solicitor you invited me to come here but i just mm-hmm. didn't i did not know what that was and then ever since then i have not liked to talk to people that way so i don't want to <laughs> order food in a drive-thru nothing like that and i do it now because i you know after having kids i had had to adjust to that but I used to I had, refuse to. I had to get mine. My weird thing that I had to get over a fear of was taking showers in other people's shower. Did you just feel like it was gross? No, I always they've been naked in there. No, but, well, look, everyone is. Everyone has different levels of like acceptable cleanliness of their bathroom and yeah, in the shower area. Sure, and like dirty shower curtains gross me the fuck out (laughs) and always have like soap stains and stuff like that real weird like even as a kid i was like ugh. but then also like i always forgot like you know the the shower curtain does it go in the bathtub or outside (laughs) the bathtub and like i would always have panic attacks over like like do i put it in because the water goes in or is that gross because i'm touching it and it needs to be outside and like i would always have a panic attack and like forget about like or which one do i do so like I would always end up like I would always end up <laughs> like 
pointing the shower curtain or shower like against the wall and just like like trying to shower that way awkwardly <laughs> like as i pressed myself up against the bathroom wall this was in I your did. own home no other people's homes other people's houses okay. like i had no problem showering in my house it was just like showering in other people's homes which you know didn't happen a whole lot so but did when you just did, have an immaculately i guess immaculately clean is redundant uh did you just have a really clean shower all the time yeah, but now I go back to my parents' house and it's like not clean at all. And like I'm like, you guys just gave they finally up got kids rid of left. you and they yeah. screw it. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's like always dirty there now. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, <laughs> you guys were just they're like, tired, man. They were really tired. Guys. We're old. We just want to live in our own filth. Live us alone. Um, I did yeah. go through a phase when I was first living on my own for like the first couple of years of always having to check behind the shower curtain mm. when I was whenever I would like be home. I'd have to be like, because oh, I'm you're worried past someone would be like, I gotta check wee, behind the wee, curtain. Wee. Yeah. Oh, I'm afraid, yeah. <laughs> afraid there'd be like a psycho situation, but obviously there never was. I'm still alive. The grossest thing that ever happened to me in the shower was I was taking a shower with the girl that I was dating at the time. And it kept like the water kept rising because it, it was clogged up. And this was her bathroom and she wanted to make out. And I was like really grossed out by the water as it was rising because we were taking a <laughs> shower and it wasn't plugged by a plugger. And so like, I didn't know what to do. You're like, what is in that drain? <laughs> yeah, it was her hair. It was so gross. It was just filled oh, yeah, yeah. with lady hair and like. I just, ah, you know, Ooh, I ruined the mood. So gross. Well, no, well, yeah, yeah, it, it would, is though. actually it yes, would. it is really. You know what? I, I'm not afraid. <laughs> yeah, a to bunch say of hair gross. clogging up a drain. As it is, a, gross. I, is really at, gross to me. Yeah, the, you yeah. can't make out when that's happening. That's you know, so that's how no. I feel about it. I wouldn't want to either. That is gross. Anyways, uh, how do we how do we save how how do we make people like trees? We make them live in them. There you go. Mm. Done. So it's just a fear factor uh, episode. You just throw them out and be like, all right, you hate trees, go inside one. I would suggest just blindfold them, put them in a van, <laughs> take them out of town into the woods, uh, walk them deep into the woods, maybe in the late afternoon, evening hours when it's starting to get toward dusk. Are they still mm-hmm. blindfolded? While they're still, yeah, they're blind, okay. blindfolded this whole time. Okay. And then make them count down from a hundred. While they're counting, leave. <laughs> so when they take off their blindfolds, they're trapped in the woods. The ones who survive <laughs> will probably no longer be afraid of trees because they'll have gained the confidence of survival. And there you go. And you won't ever know because they're lost in the woods. They don't know how to get out. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I mean, <laughs> these weirdos can fend for themselves. Oh, no. I grew up in the woods. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> is that what you do with people who are afraid of the city as well? You take them into the middle of downtown. Manhattan. In Manhattan. Mm. Yeah, if they're afraid of cities in general, that's where you take them. Yep. And uh, blindfolded, make them take all their clothes off and put them in the middle of Times Square. <laughs> They'll fit right in. Yep. La- yeah, they just part of the city now. Done. Yeah, that was all very good advice and something that I think all of us will support. 
If you say so. You understand I have an anxiety disorder, right? You, you, you are riding the line too closely. I look again. I'm never going to talk- come in your house again. <laughs> He's trying to help you with your fear, Amos. My my fear is of Blake. I know. So this is what we're going to do. Then we're going to blindfold you. We're going to oh put God. you in a car. We're going to drive you to my house. Put you in the basement. I'll put you in the basement. Just me. And the people that I've hired to do this music. <laughs> Order pizza. <laughs> no, no, I'm not okay with any of this. And they never let you out. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this is a nightmare. <laughs> that being said, news of the week is a time that we get to share uplifting news that makes us say, oh, isn't that interesting? I'm wondering, Amos, what news have you brought us that will make us go, hey, that's neat? Well, so I did what I do every day when we're going to report record an episode. I realize about an hour before recording time that I need some news. So I get on Google and I search weird news and I click on the first thing that comes up. And this week... I have the story of a 111-year-old Australian cattle rancher named Dexter Kruger. Awesome name. He is, according to the Australian records something or other, the oldest man ever in Australia uh, at something like 111. I mean, at the time I read this, 111 years, 124 days. So he's got the record. He was interviewed by a newspaper, and he was asked what the secret of his long life was. And he told them it was a certain delicacy that he really likes to eat. Would you like to guess what that is? Sausages. Dog Dog sausages. Yep, you both got it. (laughs) First guess. No, no, it's the organ of a very common animal. Ew. When you say organ, I get concerned. Well, I mean, they're all organs, but... uh, It's an organ from a commonly eaten animal. Okay, so like a cow. Commonly eaten in Australia or like everywhere? Anywhere. Well, I mean, almost anywhere. I would assume anywhere, but that could be sort of Eurocentric of me, so I don't want to say everywhere. So, it's like chicken? Yes. It's okay. chicken. You got the animal. What chicken part feet? It? Chicken nope, feet? Not Ga- feet. Chicken gallbladders. Nope, not Ew. gallbladders. <laughs> Do they have gallbladders? I'm not sure that chickens have oh. gallbladders. I'm not sure most things do, so. Yeah, probably don't. I don't. Uh, oh, uh, seagulls do. So How about that? Just seagull bladders. Huh. <laughs> Is Gross. that really, that's what you were doing? Mm-hmm. Gull and gall? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, how much Called- is left of the chicken if they don't? There's plenty of parts left. Okay. It, it, isn't that what makes chitlins? Chicken tongues. Do nope. they have tongues? <laughs> I don't know if they have tongues, but he didn't say it was the tongue. We all know that. Oh my God, is it chicken penis? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not the penis. <laughs> not the I'm penis. Gonna, I'm gonna the need colloqua. To- qual- qual- the cloaca? No, it's not the cloaca either. All right. Well, all the gross parts are done then. There's still some parts. 
Oh no! Oh, their oh their ears. <laughs> chicken ears. Yeah, you the know those delicacy chicken ears. Famous chicken ears. Dip those in barbecue sauce. All right, I'll, man. I'll help you a little us. bit. It's an internal organ. I mean, have we been saying external ones? <laughs> yeah, you just said ears. Yeah, as a joke. <laughs> um, uh, the um breast. That's no, delicious. No. Really, that's everyone eats those. Stomach. I feel no. It's not the stomach. Intestines. Um, I didn't think it would be this hard to butt look. cavities. It's like one of the main organs. The heart. Hearts. Nope. Not the heart. Liver. Bra- uh, well, brains. Okay. Here you go. Brains. Chicken brains. Brains. He was asked. He was asked how he lived so long, and he said, "Chicken brains. You know, chickens have a head, and in there, there's a brain, <laughs> and they are delicious little things. There's only one little bite." That's what he said in the interview. So this old man eats a lot of chicken brains. This old man, he lived to 111. He eats lots of chicken, chicken brains. brains. And a cluck, 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 cluck. Um, yeah, he's he really give, old. He doesn't give a cluck. Um, that is weird. His 74-year-old son, Greg, credited his father's long life to his simple outback lifestyle. So the son Which, does not eat chicken brains. I don't know. You'd have to ask him. Mm. But hurry, he's 74. <laughs> I'm going to write a letter. Well, if yeah. he has his uh, father's longevity, we've got plenty of time. Well, plenty of time to figure this out. <laughs> That's good. I mean, actually, you know, simple outback living, probably more so than, you know, you're well, not probably. sitting in. But you I know, read people... that and I thought, no, oh, he eats like blooming onions every day. But then I remembered <laughs> this is in Australia. There are restaurants in the South, though, where you can order, like, brains and eggs. And it's usually I don't, pig what, brains. Is it pigs? Yeah. I was going to ask what animal that is. There's a place in Wilmington at the beach. Yeah, you can order yeah, pig yeah. brains. Good I, I've been in there in some Southern, like, breakfast places where it's had brains and eggs on the menu. Yep. But Scrapple they're just not chicken brains. So maybe there's other people who do this. Well, that's terrifying. Oh, I mean, he could be a zombie. <laughs> Oh. It could be. I'm not ruling it yeah. out. Yeah, he's but, he's but he's not a dead. Chicken he's, zombie. He's undead. That makes sense. Yeah. There we Does go. Does he want to die? Did they ask him? That, <laughs> is that one of the questions? <laughs> I mean, I just assume I when jo- you're I enjoy chicken brains, but I'd really like to die. <laughs> so why did you start eating chicken brains, sir? I was trying to find a way to die. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to kill myself. <laughs> I thought surely if I just eat this chicken brain, I'd die. But maybe choke on it. First, I tried to piss off a kangaroo, but he wouldn't bite. So I said, hey, look at this chicken. Only it's brain. <laughs> okay, so this has turned into a thing. Uh, I liked uh, it. Does, did he say any like any specific way he cooked it? Nope, he didn't say anything of the sort. He just eats chicken brains. I really want him to have a YouTube where he talks about like all the different like ways. <laughs> He's he... just like, well, you well, just pop it in the microwave. Uh, and, uh... <laughs> welcome to another episode of Chicken Brains with an old geezer. Today we're gonna boil them. Welcome to Insane for the Chicken Brain. Right, <laughs> uh, YouTube. He's big. This 111 year old man is a big fan of uh, Cypress Hill. <laughs> Actually, yeah. you know, yeah, that also makes sense. Hmm. Hmm. That's great. I'm gonna go next. And I'm going to talk a little bit about Oklahoma lawmakers. Oh, boy. Put out a bounty. But for whom? 
Uh, Zorro. <laughs> <laughs> I love that as your as your, your go to Zorro. Um. I'm assuming it's for a real person. Like they're not just dicking around. They didn't put out a bounty for Mickey Mouse. Sasquatch. <laughs> me. Well, yeah, that's it. Bigfoot. What? Sasquatch. Really? Yeah. yeah oh it's Bigfoot. God. Wow. I'll send I was you guys the article. Like three million dollars. No, nope. three million dollars. They they have known that Bigfoot has been real for quite some time, and they're sick and tired. Of the fact that it that everyone doesn't believe that, and they want someone to bring in Bigfoot. Oh my God, um, this is insane. Yeah. So Bigfoot covers any stinking hairy hominid of large build, but as short as six feet tall, and so that means that there's a bunch of different ones that you could bring in to collect this price. Now, is this some kind of farce? Well, it does turn out that they have a Bigfoot festival that's coming up. And also, they have multiple TV shows on Discover that are, you know, uh, videoed there. So maybe they're just playing the shit and want to get a little bit more advertising for these. Drumming up interest in their festival. But this guy, Oklahoma State Representative Justin Humphrey... He's uh, everything that he's saying is that like, yeah, we want to wipe Illinois and Georgia off the Bigfoot map and be the first to hunt down the Bigfoot because we don't want to harm Bigfoot. We're doing this so that everyone knows he's real and we can finally claim that Bigfoot is here. I think they need something better to do in Oklahoma. That's all this is telling me. Yeah. So I guess he stinks really bad. Bigfoot or the lawmaker? The Humphrey, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is someone going to dress up like Bigfoot? Or is someone just going to grow their hair out and get killed? And <laughs> maybe they're doing it for the maybe, cause. Or maybe you know, like a, someone who has like some kind of like hair follicle disease is going to show up and be like, yeah, I'm here. Where's my money? Maybe it's just like a hippie person who's. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, roaming around. Uh, I'm wondering now, because after um, the Stephen King it thing where people were like playing Pennywise tricks, if some if there will be people now doing this with Sasquatch stuff, like I found him or uh, I had a sighting or whatever, and you know, just staging stuff for the uh, for the lulls. Yeah. For the celebrity of it all. Well, all of the Bigfoot organizations are really pissed because they don't want all of these amateur bigfooters coming out and messing up their you know tested technology and all of their um all the processes that they use to search and and get information on bigfoot and all these noobs coming out here they've got the monopoly so i think we should be the three. We take oh. some time off. We go to Oklahoma. Amos, yes. what is going to be your approach to finding Bigfoot in the woods? Well, I figure since Bigfoot is probably pretty rare, or maybe there's just one, we need to lure it out rather than go traipsing around in the woods 
or whatever they've got in Oklahoma trying to find him. So what does Bigfoot really want? Right. Yeah. It's probably chicken brains. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to slaughter a bunch of chickens and take their brains. Uh-huh. And I'm going to leave them out in the woods with a trap, a Bigfoot trap. That is how I'm going to find Bigfoot. Did I win? Okay. Yeah, I, I think that I would start with uh, doing a Bigfoot call, which I don't know what that sounds like, so I'm hoping that I can find a find one. Um, For what a Sasquatch sounds like? Yeah, I guess. Like, would anyone like to take a guess as to what it sounds like? Uh, <laughs> like that. <laughs> That sounded oh, like well, a... chicken brains. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's their call, no matter what they're doing. I yeah. want chicken brains. I'm Bigfoot. I'm hungry. <laughs> I love that. I love that my partner in the other room, whenever I'm recording this, can only hear what I'm saying to you guys. So her her only context for this is I want chicken brains. Mm. <laughs> So over and cool. over. Yeah, yeah, just repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Okay, it looks like I found it. Can you hear that? Yeah. Did you hear it? That just sounds like somebody doing donuts in a parking lot. Very strange noise. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was strange. Something really creepy nice about surprise. that guy's voice. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very strange noise. <laughs> that was my... a little bit like salad fingers. <laughs> that was hot. All right, that here was we go. Noise. <laughs> Other times, you hear the long, sort of mournful howls, often described as the Ohio howl, because Matt recorded that for the first time back in Ohio in 1995. <laughs> I like that. What? A siren kind of sound. But then- <laughs> okay, well, there you go. So that's okay. the noise I'm going to make. And that's how we're going to get them. Um, okay, well. So I chicken think- brains and Bigfoot. So far, I would say <laughs> this has been a star episode. I think. It has nothing sh- to do with trees, but that's <laughs> eh, okay. Hey, Sasquatch hide in trees, probably. Maybe. Maybe. And chickens as well. Yeah. What did you bring us, Miss Amanda? My story today comes out of England, where a uh, happy little accident by a criminal uh, (laughs) landed him in jail. Oh, Uh, I heard about this one. (laughs) Because You did the same thing I did, didn't you? Yes, I did. Um, I copied your methods. There's (laughs) a a whole uh, conglomerate of criminals who have... Activity on this, um, uh, it's called EncroChat, which is an encrypted messaging service. And it was infiltrated by police last year, but this poor guy didn't know that and put some identifying information on his EncroChat. And it's a picture of him holding a block of Stilton cheese, uh, which enabled... Was the cheese stolen? No, it was just, hey, I found this really fancy cheese at the market. <laughs> and he uh, he had his fingertips and his palm completely visible. So the police were able to, like, zoom in on that, scan his 
fingerprints and identify him. And he's now been caught. And he is part of a big drug ring um, with both kind of minor and some more major drugs. And uh, they've also caught, let's see, I think the number was like 60-something other people off this service so far. Uh, able to identify people who've made similar mistakes and like accidentally done something to identify themselves uh, on this secret service. But it's just kind of cool because, you know, here he was being like thinking he was being cute and funny and posting cheese and it got him landed in jail. It's also weird that criminals like are sharing their fancy cheese with people be like, I finally found the stilts and cheese. Everyone look, all the criminals are like, what kind of crackers are you going to use with that stilts and cheese? Oh, by the way, did you get the cocaine I sent you? (laughs) Like that is an ugly stereotype about cheese enthusiasts. Is it? No. Um, you, uh, would you rather me go, I'd expect him to have only American cheese because <laughs> criminals are lowbrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So here's I don't an know. idea. Do you guys have any enemies? Do we have because any if, enemies? Because if you do, take pictures of their hands and upload them to this site. <laughs> put them on your. Put them on your social media. Or like tag like uh, you know the the most popular criminal in in the chat and be like oh here's a picture of your hand that I found <laughs> thought you'd like it <laughs> nice ring and then they would scan the <laughs> photo and then your friend your enemy would get arrested for being a cartel person yeah mm. <laughs> I'll think about that I don't think <laughs> I don't think I have enough enemies to go to that level of trouble just saying don't mess with me now. <laughs> All my enemies out there. Blake's got a plan for you. Um, what cheese... All right, what object that you thought was fancy enough would you post to, like, a group chat? Like, what What would you... Like, he found the stilts and cheese and was like, I need to share this with all my criminal buddies. This is awesome. Like, what is that object for you guys that you find and you're like, oh, shit. It has to be a thing in the real life. It can't just be a funny meme, Amos. Um, I would say a fitted baseball cap that fits my head. Mm-hmm. That's oh. something I would share with people. Mm, my husband would agree with you. He has you a rather a large noggin. Yeah. 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 It's a tough life. Yeah. One size fits all is a crock of shit. I yeah. can't just buy him any hat when we find a cool hat. It's true. Mine's inappropriate garden gnomes. <laughs> like garden gnomes that you f- like they're the, having the, sex no not like that but like you're in like a garden store and there's like mm-hmm. some really weird looking gnome and it's not that it's like sexual but he has like a face that's saying something and you're like what is this facial expression saying like just that's like the creepy kind of creepy or yeah or or just like i'm gonna kill you or you know <laughs> like why would you put this in your front yard that's the kind of thing that i i would text like a bunch of people about Mm, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'd probably send like pictures of fungus that I found outside <laughs> in the woods or something. <laughs> like, look at this cool mushroom or whatever. This mushroom. Whoa. Look at this lichen. It's really interesting. As in a um 
as in like a a wolf, like a lichen, isn't that what that is? Like it's a like a werewolf. He, well, yeah, I mean that prefix is used for a lot of things that are werewolf related, but you're talking about like moss. God, yeah, oh, I love moss. Sort of. I do take a lot of pictures of moss. That is a fact. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> Um, why isn't it on your Instagram then? That's what I want to see on your Instagram moving forward, Amanda. Okay, no problem. It's just <laughs> like uh hashtag Moss Lady could be your No, when we when we're walking places, my kids point out Moss to me. They'll be like, Look, mom, your favorite, Moss. I'm like, ooh, let's touch <laughs> it. <laughs> um hmm. I feel like you should like scotch then a lot more. That's made out of peat moss. It is? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not a scotch fan. Gross. Tastes like Band-Aid smell. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first, folks. Scotch. (laughs) Tastes like a Band-Aid smells. It does. Like a fresh Band-Aid or a used Band-Aid? Both. Oh. (laughs) All right. Depends on how expensive it was. So moving on from news, I have a few tree-related things that I want to talk about. That's what I'm here for. Now, mm-hmm. first of all, I want to talk a little bit about this. It is popular with younger Americans, and it is their love of trees, and it's crossing a line, quite frankly. And I'm going to play a song uh, about a tree lover for you guys to listen to here. Uh-oh. Let me know if you can't hear it. Y'all ain't ready. Lover. James Arborist. Yeah, big tree. You looking great. Oh, my God. We alone. <laughs> Let's landscape. Oh, my around your roots cover your cavity. The way I prune your tips keeps your foliage so evergreen. <laughs> Let's break you open. Let's count those rings. Your root system's wet from rain sprinkling. Fall on me, you make a sound. Yes, even if no one's around. Get a bird, boy. I don't mind if you are over mature. Old trees are sweeter for this luscious spirit feeder for sure. The bigger the wood gap for birds to lay eggs at, the bigger figure of the big bird it will probably deliver. All of these beautiful eggs that grow up so strong need. A big wood stick to sing their damn song. <laughs> no one's around. No one's around. So that was sent in by uh, <laughs> my main arborist and uh, Bird Boy. They have a unhealthy relationship with birds and trees. And that gets to in <laughs> that gets into this conversation that I'm going to send you guys a link about, and it is dendrophilia, and that is someone who gets a whole lot of love out of hugging trees. How do you think something like this develops for someone that they they get a unnatural arousing from being around trees? I mean, not getting hugged enough by their parents might be the place to start. 
You think that if parents hugged their kids, that they won't want to have sex with Trace? I mean, it couldn't hurt. Unless I don't know. You're dressed I guess like I don't a tree want to shame, but is there a is there a victim here? <laughs> uh, is there a victim here? I guess like anyone going through the woods that would see this. Uh, I just meant the tree. Oh, uh, I don't think the trees is a victim. Has yeah. anyone asked them? Right. <laughs> How they feel about it. Yeah, well, d- joking aside, what this really is about is like people who want to have relations around or near trees. And so what um, what it is becoming more and more acceptable for people to have uh, intimate relations in the open. Like if in this article and Healthline, you'll see that people under 25 have had relations in a part wooded area more so than any other generation previously. Um, And they like being around the trees. I just read something that I wish that I had not read from the thing (laughs) that you just sent us. (laughs) Okay. What did it say? It's, I don't even, I mean, I feel dirty. No, you have to say it out loud because you, you, you can't just say that and move on. (laughs) For some, the holes in a tree are highly appealing for penetration. No. No. Others may <laughs> simply rub against a tree for sexual arousal. That's it. That's the one. Um, pornography that depicts people having sex in the woods may also be appealing. Yeah, that makes sense. I just, you know, bark isn't very soft. That doesn't sound good to Mm-mm. me. <laughs> no. Uh, do you like think you that... might need a Band-Aid after that. See, what I think is that... Did you guys ever see that um, M. Night Shyamalan movie? Which one? Where the trees end up killing people. What? I don't remember that one. Was that Lady in the Water? No. What the was Village, it? was it? The Happening. I did not see the that. Happening. So basically The Happening, by the end, you find out that trees are are basically controlling people and making them kill themselves. I believe that before that happened... It's because people started getting really aroused by trees and they started like going after them. And so the trees had to do- take a stand. And that's what this movie is really about. Whoa. I don't remember that at all. I just want to take a stance right here on this, uh, on, on our arborist podcast is that we are against mm-hmm. loving trees like that. Loving trees. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about smelly trees. What is your favorite smelling fragrant tree? What well, tree it's are you like? Definitely not. Um, we can go to bad smelling ones next. Okay. So that you can talk about your semen tree. So but you can first, talk about Bradford pears. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But we yeah, can talk about. Everyone hates that. I think that a like a normal wintergreen or a pine tree. There's just yeah. something lovely about that being up north. Smell walking nice. through. Sure. You just don't like trees, do you? You're you're not supposed to be on this podcast, are you, Amos? Me? I love trees. Are you kidding me? You better not be. Well, not that way, but uh I'm a I'm a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to say this in a way that isn't gonna get ridicule. I enjoy trees. What do you enjoy about trees? They're really big, they give you shade, they produce oxygen. Mm-hmm. Um they're green, which is my favorite color. At least most of the time, they're green. Uh, what's not to like? They have 
a vibrant root system and they collect all kinds of information that they share with each other. Uh, they're, you would almost think they're sentient if you read about the ways that they behave. And maybe they are. Who knows? What do you think the trees are thinking right now? I wish There's, the humans would die. I love Probably. you too, Amos. <laughs> they're all going, oh. <laughs> what is the... All right, if you could personify a tree, what, what voice would you give them? Probably like this. I think it depends on the tree. <laughs> okay. Like an oak tree... It's probably like this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, right. and a Bradford uh, pear? Willow. Yeah, Bradford pear is like, sup, girl? <laughs> <laughs> See, I was going to think Bradford pear would be like, hey, do you like to smell my flower? Whoa. I mean, <laughs> maybe that. Um, Bradford pears, why do they smell like that? I don't know. And also, they do. the <laughs> name of it like totally matches the scent to me. You know, Bradford pear, like because of yeah. Brad. Yeah, Bradford pears. <laughs> okay, fair Have enough. Have you ever smelled Bradford's pears? <laughs> ever smelled a guy named Brad? <laughs> they what stink. If all people smell like that. <laughs> yeah. I have a Bradford pear right across the street, and everyone talks about how much it smells, and I actually can't smell it. I can't smell oh. a Bradford pear. Like oh, for some lucky. reason, I'm you immune are to it. Very lucky. Yeah, I'm immune to it. Are you sure yeah, you just don't gross. notice it anymore? No, I just can't. I also a- totally immune to the scent of semen. So <laughs> I Lucky. think that's. <laughs> I didn't even. I couldn't even crack a smile from Avis on that. Didn't even refuse to smile at the dirty joke. I think I missed it. What did you say? I'm not repeating it. All right. Um, fine. The tree of heaven is apparently the stinkiest um, tree, just to let you know. I just read something about that tree. What? It, why? What does it smell like? Uh, rotting trash. It's a sti- oh. the stink tree. Okay. Gross. Mm-hmm. Agreed. That seems unfair that they should have, like, pretty trees and then they smell really bad. There are a Oh, have you ever met a person like that? Not a pretty one. <laughs> you haven't met like a really beautiful person that smells horrible? Uh, I have. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking of one particular very attractive person whose breath was really foul. Oh, Halitosis no. is a weird thing, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you know what, the, what they had? I don't know. The best thing about wearing masks for me, I travel a lot, being on an airplane. And not having to smell the person beside you's breath is awesome because well, yeah. I always end up sitting next to someone who just has like like old man breath or mm-hmm. has just eaten Doritos or like <laughs> just something. And like you're so close to people. You're like, oh, man. Yeah. And all the air is like recycled. So I've got some um, noises that tree makes. Trees make. Good contact. How's that make you feel? Everything's relaxing except that squeaky sound. I so know. That, was, that was actually my chair. 
I was about to say, that one sounded like a toot. <laughs> that was nice. Um, all right. Two more questions, and then I'll let you guys go. Enjoy your evening and your tree homes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish. What is your favorite and least favorite nut to eat? Mm. I don't like nuts. I think... They're all my least favorite. All right. What is hey, your favorite kinda... thing to eat from trees? Then for you, Amanda. <laughs> well, we know it's uh, not bananas. No. Um, lemons. Lemons? I love lemon stuff. You'll eat lemon. a lemon? I would eat a lemon, but I use the juice, I mean. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. And I like the smell. Okay, fair enough. What do you wish could grow on trees? Follow-up question after that. You think about that, Amanda, and don't say money. And then Amos, what's your favorite nut? What's the tastiest nut in Amos's head? Do you want me to answer first, or do you want Amanda to? Amanda can't an- She's not going to answer what nut you enjoy. No, I know that, but you just <laughs> asked her a question, and then you immediately Yeah, I said as a follow-up. I'm, you know, I'm boom, boom, boom. I'm a journalist, man. I just uh, keep going. <laughs> okay. I'm, I mean, I know it's really boring, but I think my favorite nut is a peanut, uh, which I guess is a legume, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really like walnuts. I like almonds. Pistachios are okay. one, you fucking asshole. I like nuts. I'm a big fan. You know what? You heard it here first. Uh, Amos likes nuts. So you are, you are please a nut make boy. sure that's the title. Amos likes nuts? Yes. Um, so do you, is there anything, th- what about uh, fruitcake with nuts? You like that? Uh, I'm not a big fan of fruitcake. I like, the only way I like fruit is whole fruit. Um, like just an apple or a strawberry. Mm-hmm. I don't like fruit flavored things or fruit baked into stuff very much. So I'm going to say no on fruitcake. Yeah, I think that's the right answer. What do you want growing on trees, Amanda? Um, I don't know. COVID-19 vaccine is the correct answer. <laughs> More time. I could just pluck some time off. Man, that is some heavy shit right there. <laughs> Imagine like pulling out... <laughs> This is this tree will take you back in time. <laughs> I think there's a few things that could be really helpful, like uh, a rice tree. That would be good. Just get rice off of it. Mm. Um, oh, like like ice cream, just walk by, pluck it off. Mm-hmm. That would be good, too. Nice Pizza treat. tree. That's Amos's go-to. I'd be into it. Mm. My final question for you all is what can you not make out of wood don't google it amos trees you can too how you put a seed in the ground and it which is made of wood and it creates <laughs> more it? wood <laughs> is, is the seed yeah. made of wood you absolutely a, a seed did you build a seed house yes you could <laughs> it would be ravaged by birds but absolutely <laughs> Would not last long. Would not last long. <laughs> Horrible design. <laughs> yep. Yep. Infested with squirrels. Yeah. I don't know. A pet? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Actually, you can't make a pet out of wood. I want to know what you're clicking you on, Amos. You can't make a pet out of wood. <laughs> Are you going to say something really abstract like dreams, Amos? I'm still, I'm still I'm not thinking a- about it. He's yeah. He's doing what I did when he was like going through the selections in your head, and you're like a calculator. No, can make an abacus. 
Mm, yeah. Computer. I mean, yeah, I'm going to go with a dream. You can't. I said oh, you that. Gave you, him, you gave him the answer, Blake. You cannot. Yeah. How about can't a can? make a dream out of wood. It's hard How to make a, a can. A can? A wood can? Yeah, you could make a can out of wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the I like the fact that your fiance heard you say that loudly. <laughs> uh, she hears all kinds of things when I'm on this podcast. <laughs> what what wood related things are you doing on Memorial Day? Well, we might go to my parents' house, which is made out of wood. W- well, it's in the woods. Mm-hmm. I th- that's the plan. So there's a lot of wood there. We're just gonna chop down a bunch of trees. Yeah, we invited you over, Amos. I know. Um, I mean, it seems weird to talk about while we're recording, but I mean, if we don't end <laughs> up going out there, we'll come to your house. And I'm just letting everyone know that Amos doesn't want to come over to my house because he knows. I half suspect you're going to murder me. The pizza trolls yeah. are here. You're going in the basement. Don't have sex with trees. And if one of your friends is afraid of trees, blindfold them. Put them in a van, drive them to the forest, and leave them there so that they can understand okay. <laughs> how beautiful trees are. Week to week, I thank my two tree pals, the two that I pine over the most, Amanda and Amos. And I remind you, if you didn't laugh, we didn't promise you would. See you next time. <laughs>